Welcome to the Charleston Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Farina, and we are back recording at the Moxie Hotel with a special guest today. Today, we have content creator, podcaster, overall social media queen, Sarah Boss. Thank you so much for coming. Wow, what an intro. I know. So cute. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome to the Charleston Diaries, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for you. Talked about this for like so long. You put so much hard work into this. You're so sweet. Hype me up. Oh, uh, always, <laughs> always. Did you see my video that I posted? Okay, I saw that. I, I saw that I got tagged in it, but I don't know why I like couldn't like click on it. Oh, I don't amazing. Know, that's why the views are low. Um, I'm like, I, I literally saw, I'm, and I got the notification in my like TikTok DMs or whatever. Like Sarah tagged you, and I was like trying to open it. Wouldn't let me open it. Anyway, I will hype you up any day. Oh, but yes, yeah, so it was. It was essentially like a guide for people moving to Charleston. And I was talking about all the people moving to Charleston mm-hmm. um, and like asking what pamphlet went out that I didn't see. And I was like, Look. okay, but for the people that like are moving, here's a guide to the beaches. Like you need to know what beaches for what. Yes. Um, and then here's the first three restaurants that you should go to. And then here, if you're looking for friends, here's who to follow. And it was just you. Oh, I was like, oh just God. if you yeah. want the good events, you want to know, like find good people, just follow her, go to the things. You'll have a great time. Yes. Just come to all the events. Yeah. Sarah comes. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so fun. So I didn't fun. get to go to the Jane Doe. How was that? Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. It was really good. It was, I was just kind of nervous because like the first one of the year. Yeah. And, like, also a Saturday morning one because I've never done a Saturday event. Yeah. Um, it was a good turnout. Beautiful and, weather. I was so happy for the weather for you guys. Yeah. 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 And I, um, all the vendors were really happy to be there and it was so much fun. That's and like so many girls came, they were like, oh yeah, I moved to Charleston this week. No. I was like, oh my God. Oh no. Okay. So something I said in the video, I was like, yeah, like so many people are moving to Charleston. There must've been a pamphlet that went out, but that pamphlet only went to people between the ages of 19 to 27 and a minimum of like hundred K followers because it's so like, and in the influencer world in New York, like they're talking to me, like, why is everybody? And I'm like, homie, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I do know cause it's great here, but other than that, I don't know. I know. It's it just, crazy. I feel like it just happened. But so many people are there. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, then people see it on social media and then, then other people are like, yes. oh, well, I should move here yeah. too. So there's people, yeah, people moving. Um, I feel like we kind of had an influx between like August and October and then holidays mm-hmm. happen. And now we're, we've got everybody say, oh, the new year, I'm going to yes. move again and more come. I just, I'm like, God bless. Like, because this city is just. I know, I can't be mad. Like, it is just, no. the, I, I mean, I think it's the best city in America. So I'm it like, is. I've been tooting about it forever. So like yeah come because it's great and it i love it here and you'll love it too exactly yeah like there's nothing well we'll get into charleston yes. in yeah yeah, yeah but let's intro you so yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself miss sarah oh my gosh um well i'm quote native native to charleston mm-hmm. a charlestonian some charlestonians would say i'm not because i'm technically from somerville okay she's a suburban girl i believe that that's thank you it's charleston. called tri-state area people like it's yeah. you know we're all one yes, anyway so from the burbs from somerville um i haven't lived here i i was born here and then we moved away for a little bit came back so i've lived here most of my life came back here after college mm-hmm. um and my now husband ended up moving back here as well which is why i came back i didn't think that i'd come back to charleston but that just kind of worked no i really didn't where like, did you think you were going to end up um I don't think I had a plan for a little okay. bit. I wanted to go to New York and then I visited and I was like, oh, New York for me is like a sometimes, not at all the time. Yes, thing. I feel that. Um, but I, I just had this thing where I was like, oh, I'm not going to go home after school like mm-hmm. or after college. Like, that's weird. And then I was like, why wouldn't you? Like, you're from a wonderful place. So right. when I came back, um, yeah, I moved back and uh, it's there's a lot in there. I was... <laughs> Like I was a chemist for a bit and then I was a freelance marketer and now I'm a TikToker and now full influencer. And there's just a lot. It was like 
a whole mess, but. And you were a chemistry major in college, right? Yeah. So, yeah, let me not like totally gloss over that. I was a chemistry <laughs> major. Like, we gotta like listen about how you became a TikToker yeah. from chemistry. Yeah. I was, um, I was STEM, like, you know, what is it? Science, technology, engineering, math, like kid my whole life. I yeah. went to college for chemistry, um, mainly because I didn't really know anything outside of science. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, under the impression, somewhere along the line, I was taught that like business and marketing was not a real job or not a real degree. Yes. Which I, I feel like that is something that has been ingrained in our minds. Yeah. Like I, there up. was like a really big STEM push for, for girls. Yes. Um, when we were growing up in elementary school, there's a middle school, there was a lot of programs and I still appreciate that. That's very important. Right. It just wasn't my path. And I, I mistook it for my path because I was good at it. I was okay. like, oh, I'm good at math. I'm good at science. Like, that like must that's be. so common. Yeah. You know, it's very dangerous. And I'm very passionate about it because I got a whole degree in it and then went in, into a career I hated. Yeah. And that caused, I mean, I totally lost myself. Like, I had no idea who I was. And I had never felt so disconnected from myself before. Yeah. Coming right out of college, that's already a hard time. It was, oh my gosh, it's the worst time. It was horrible. And I, so this was 2019. And oh then I left the, uh, I was working at a pharmaceutical company. So like double, like that sucked. Um, I went back home and then I was like, okay, I'm going to take some time to myself. I worked retail again. Um, I was like, I'm going to find myself. And then COVID everybody's, everybody's story is, and then COVID, but it's like, but it's almost like, it's like your hero arc. Oh, you know what I mean? oh, like it's your main character. So it's like, and then much. COVID, and yeah. then you find yourself, and then this crazy thing happens. Yeah, and co- you're COVID like is the biggest like bat in everybody's story, but it led them, you know, to yes. something. I, I really am hearing most stories of like leading them to someplace better eventually. Oh, absolutely. Um. So you know that threw everything off. I, you know, had to work from home, and so I started freelance marketing. And which, did, why did you do that? Like what made yeah, you think to do that? I, I loved, I loved marketing. I loved, um, like social media and business. And I actually took, I had a minor in communications. Okay. And so every job that I, I had in college had to do some place in sales, business or marketing. I did like oh, internships. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I don't know why everybody saw it, but me that it's yeah. what I wanted to do. I, you know, we just, we give her grace. Yes. Um, and so I didn't know really what I was going to do. So I ended up reading a ton of books. Like I read book after book after book. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get another degree. So in order yeah. to learn what I want to do, I'm just going to read my way through it. Smart girl. Got a, uh, let my first, like basically an intern shit like a, but it was remote. She was like, so my very first like marketing internship, it was, she was a freelancer. Oh, she was a, a freelance marketer and she was a coach to help other people be freelancers. Oh so then gosh. I interned under, under her. She was like, I'll, and she's like, I'll pay you $20 an hour. I need basically an assistant to help me do everything. And so I was like, to me, I thought $20 an hour. I'm ripped. You're like, hell yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so in all that, I'm learning marketing. I'm also learning how to freelance. So while I was with her, I got my own clients and she coached me on how to build my own freelance business. Oh so God, then my. that kept going. And when uh, I was working at TJ Maxx, when everything got shut down, they called uh-huh. me. They're like, hey, like it's time to come back to work. And I was like, I'm making more money. I, I yeah. can't. Yeah, bye. Um, so uh, yeah, I did did that for a little bit. And I don't recommend freelancing. Like That sounds like a really cute story. Um I was poor for a lot of that. Like yeah, I didn't actually think it's brutal. No, it's kind of horrible. Yeah. Um, kudos to everybody who could do it. Uh, I did not make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so then I, um, sort of accidentally fell into a actual marketing job when I went viral on TikTok. They saw that oh, and wow. I applied and they were like, we're building a TikTok studio. Will you come build it? And I was like, 
Yeah. And then at the same time, my influencing career went off. So then both of these things sort of blew up at the same time of now being a corporate girly and having influencing be a very majority of my job. It's very fun. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that those things happened at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Like Like, blew up in March. I was hired in June and my first paid deal was I think July. And then of of 2022 or 2023. mm, That's a wonderful question. We're in 2022. I'm like, what year was it? I know. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, 2020, it was 2022. Um, And then I really started making like, uh, like full-time income from influencing last summer. Okay. Last summer in June of 2023. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. I did not realize this. A story. lot. It gets, I feel like it's so long and confusing. But it's like, I'm like so amazed by it because I feel like you just wouldn't know. No. Like you, I mean, obviously that's like the beauty of social media. It's like, you don't know what goes into these people who you see All on your this, for you pages. Like, like back they have these stuff. crazy backstories. It's, it's wild. Like everybody has a really crazy story and, um, and it's interesting like looking back you know i like got out of college i'm I'm 22 now i'm how old am i i'm 26 oh help oh help i'm 27 how old are you um and just in that short period of time like you know when i was 22 i thought my life was over like i was like i don't know who i am i don't know what i'm gonna do with my life blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and like girl you have no idea what's coming like on hold on to your butt because like early you're there's so much that goes on and you can't predict or control any of it so that's a, that's a bit of a big like life lesson for me is like really letting go mm-hmm. and now i have an issue with goal setting but we're we're dealing with one problem at a time yes yes one we tackle one thing at a time yeah. over here yeah. but okay so how did you blow up on tiktok tell us how yeah. how you got to this point of seven hundred thousand followers on yeah, tiktok yeah. like queen you're yeah, killing it thank you um it was super weird like i love the way i love my origin story because it's so true to literally my whole life so i um went to walmart I went to the good old Wally world. I love Walmart. I know. And I love Walmart for some things. Um, Their (laughs) produce could be better. But Mm -hmm. I went and um, my mom has made homemade laundry detergent my whole life. Uh Um, And we used this bar of soap. Uh, It's a stain remover bar called Felsnapa. And it's old. Like this thing has been around for so long there. You can, my, um, my mother-in-law collects like old advertisements and old magazines. And you can see in like from 1920, whatever, the oh advertisement for Felsnap in these magazines. Like it is old. Wow. And so, and we make it from that. Um, but because it's old and whatever, like it's a un- kind of an unknown product. Yeah. It's 99 cents. And um, whenever I go in Walmart, it's kind of hard to find. They don't stock it very often. So I always buy all of it. I went into my local Walmart. They had... I think they actually had 14, but I counted it wrong. It, I counted 12 or something like mm-hmm. that, which people got mad at in the video. Oh, please. And so I walk out of Walmart carrying, because I also didn't want to use a bag because I was trying to be eco-friendly. So I walk out of Walmart carrying these, like, in my arms, these bars of soap. And, like, at 14, I was like, this is the dumbest thing. I looked, I look insane. So I get in the car and I was like, oh, I'm going to make a video about this. This is so funny. And I opened the video. I was like, if you don't know what this is, I'm about to put you on a bar of gold. And I told the story about how we make our own detergent and this will get any stain out. I still love me. I have a whole case at home. Like I still love it. Yeah. And that video, I remember that night I was like, oh my gosh, my video has 10,000 views. And and I went to dinner with my family and they were like, cool, honey, pass the chips. Like it was like very, we didn't know what was They're going like, okay, on. Great. Yeah. And over the next couple of days, like it just kept getting bigger, 1 million, 2 million. Um, oh and then within a few months, 
Um, cause it, it just kind of kept going. Mm-hmm. And within a few months, it went to 27 million. But I oh went from, I had 200 followers cause I was like posting, like be bopping around, like as anybody does. Right. Um, I went from 200 followers to 200,000 and I think a month. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, that was like, Whoa. it was slower after that, but that was the first like jet propulsion. Oh my gosh. So you went viral like that. So did you, as soon as you posted that video, did you kind of keep going with like the flow of posting that oh, kind yeah. of content? Oh or yeah. Did you like, did you, cause one question I was going to ask you is about like niches. Yeah. Like, do you think that it's like so important to stick to a niche? I hate niches. Me They're too. the worst. I'm a Gemini. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but I knew that I had to, I knew I had to stick with that niche because like at that time because mm-hmm. that's what was gaining uh, me following and that's yes. what they were used to they didn't know me yet this right. was 200,000 new people right um and so and and with that what I realized I was like okay a video went viral but why did they follow mm-hmm. because that doesn't yes. always happen a lot of my content accidentally was around uh, me being cheap essentially like I didn't realize it but I was creating a lot of content and I'd say something about budgeting I'd say something about saving money um and so all of it had this like some sort of tone. So when other people were watching it, they saw, oh, she's somebody who posts a lot about budgeting, cleaning, and like saving money at home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow. So I was like, okay, I need to continue with that. And it took months for me to get out. Like if I wasn't cleaning, they wouldn't watch. Like my views yeah. were trash. Um, it took months. And so that was in March. I kept posting like basically daily. That's when I started daily posting. I kind of haven't stopped. Yeah. Um, and what really got me into lifestyle was my wedding. My oh, wedding was that okay. September. So that was March. That September I got married. And so I started making wedding content going up to that. So then That's people smart. started asking, like, what are you wearing? What's your life story? Like, you know, they wanted to know stories about the planning. And yes. that got this whole new audience of young brides. And then they started asking other things. What's mm-hmm. the jewelry you're wearing? Mm-hmm. What's the shirt you're wearing? What eyeliner are you using? And then from there, everything folded into lifestyle. So then I, which is exactly what I wanted. I was right. trying to move everything so I could post about my life, not yeah. just me cleaning my toilet. Like, yeah. Because like, I feel like the cleaning stuff, it's all great recommendations, but it's not personal. No, know you. you know, you know, it's like, you know, here's a homemade cleaner, you know, here's what to do with baking soda and vinegar. All things that, I mean, I am, I am passionate about it. I'm, I am yeah. a cheap person. I love yes. like those type of things, but it, it had, not, that's not all it's you. not all me and not what I wanted to do. So I knew I'd really get, I'd get bored of that very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like inspiring that you like saw it through and kind of kept pushing. Yeah, you just, if there's a wave, just ride it, ride the, just keep going. And yeah. you, the good thing about it, something like TikTok is you can rinse and repeat, just rinse so and just true. do it over and over and over again. And eventually you'll find other patterns of ways that you can move out of that. Um, Maddie Mitchell is doing a really good job of that. Oh, she's I know got, who that is. Yeah. yeah. We're, she, she's a personal friend. Is she really? Yes. Yeah. So I didn't realize. So I was following her. And then I, my best friend, who's also named Sarah, um, had talked about this other girl named Maddie. I didn't know they were the same person. I reached out to Maddie Mitchell for the podcast. She was like, oh my God, you're Sarah, Sarah's friend. Found out like we're all connected. So now, wow. yeah, we, she's the sweetest in real life as well. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so she has, you know, she had this one sort of category that she goes viral with and mm-hmm. she continues to do that, but she started other things. So people started asking about her makeups and so yes. she, um, it's incorporating that. So I, we're, I'm seeing that her do that. And so that's awesome. She's got so much more to offer as well. So yeah. Yeah. It's like, you have to tap it. It's like, you have to stick to your like OG niche almost. Yeah. And then it's like, then you can like divulge. Yeah. It's a lot of like, fun. almost like spoon feeding, yeah, which sounds is. like kind of a weird term. Um, I but when that, people though. are used to you being one thing, moving them to seeing you in a different light is a little hard. Um, it is. and so you've got to like, 
when whatever format you're used to start inserting other things into that little by little until you're like, oh, I'm all of a sudden now talking about something completely different. I completely agree. And I also find that people like people on TikTok, especially like expect a lot from us. Like they want us to make exactly what they want to see. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. And it's like when you do something different, it's like, well, why are you doing that? Yeah. I don't know what I did like with my to deserve the audience I have and what like they're so yeah, chill. I like I've never seen a mean comment. On no, my my people are so chill. When things get really really big, like there's other people yeah. that'll go in, but See, that's always even the problem. that doesn't like people are very you know whatever. I also am so not bothered by yeah other people's like opinions. I'm like you think I look like the feral kid from Mad Max? Like I love that. I love that. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Whatever you yeah. Do. I got. You know who Theo Vaughn is? Yes. No, people, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, I got Theo Vaughn. I was, and the thing is, I didn't know who he was because I'm horrible with names. I looked at that. I said, are you, are okay, you joking person, right is, now? That person needs to not speak their truth because <laughs> you look nothing like a Theo Vaughn. <laughs> no, they, like the image yeah. of Theo Vaughn that I have in my head right now is not you. Okay. I saw it. I was like, oh, he could be like, my uncle. What? Damn it. No, that's crazy. People just, I, I people just like to say shit. Also. They do. Like, they just like to. Rudolph. Oh, yes, Rudolph. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Okay, my nose is red. Okay, Rudolph. It's the weirdest things that they call out. I know. I'm like, yeah. what is wrong with you people? Yeah. I don't know how. I don't even know how Theo Vaughn. I, I can't even <laughs> understand. So I can't even understand. Now, okay, so switching gears a little bit. Yeah. I know that obviously you're huge on TikTok, but you also have a good following on Instagram. Thank you. What is your preferred platform? <gasps> oh, gosh. TikTok or IG? Oh, 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 oh. Easily TikTok. Oh, easily Easily TikTok. TikTok. I'm really, I'm working on becoming an IG girly. Um, I'm like starting monthly content shoots and everything. Like, cause I, yeah. And I just need more organization, honestly. Like it's hard. I I do. I totally get that. Yeah. With a nine to five and everything else. I'm like, I need a day where I'm, you know, going out and bebopping and so cute. And I don't, I know I don't show the city enough and show what I'm doing enough. So that's something Mm -hmm. that I'm really prioritizing this year. Um, but yeah, definitely TikTok because people are so much nicer on TikTok. Somebody might, feel differently i you can't make you can't be sarcastic on instagram my comments are 10 times meaner on instagram mm-hmm. than tiktok tiktok like i will interact instagram i do not i mm. do not look i can't people are horrible on instagram oh God, so i don't i don't i don't do that I actually when i first started posting on on tiktok these like charleston accounts would take my tiktoks and then repost them on Instagram, like whatever, or like, and say like, Oh, Nicole Farina, whatever. And tag me in it. And it was like, I would be like five places that you should go like on a date night. You didn't say that. this bit. And they're like, these are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> these are terrible the worst suggestions ever. I literally like, don't listen to her. She's stupid. I'm like, oh, and God. ugly. And like, if, if people say that on TikTok, they like people on TikTok aren't mean in that aspect where they'll, they'll be no. like, Oh, well, what about this one or this and that? Or like, it's, it's more like, and, and this isn't always, but I feel like a lot of times on TikTok, it's constructive criticism. Yeah. Like someone's like giving you actually something. Oh, yeah. Real. Yeah. Instagram or, people can just get nasty because a lot of it's like old people. Yeah. And they get the joke. Like I'm trying to think of of um one of my videos that it was like, I'll yeah, I'll just make a joke. Like I made a thing. I made a video about we had a plan for my husband's death, who he's also a ripe age of 26. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, no, because we, we, I had to look at life insurance because oh that's disgusting. And so the that's beginning awesome. of my video was like, I had a plan for my husband's death. And so obviously that's sarcasm because it's, because I did, I had to look at our like planner. I was like, are you literally asking me to predict? And this was, you're asking me to predict when my husband is going to die. Like that was, that's, but that's the conversation you had to have. So it was, I guess I was like, so. this is so weird. So of course you tell the story and 
It is what it is. And people are like, this is so dramatic. I did this last week. My husband, like, this is so insensitive. I'm like, I need us to really, like, also, get like, a grip. People, like, I don't think people understand that, like, the things that we say on on TikTok, um, it's for your entertainment. Yeah. We're obviously going to, like, we're performers a little bit. Like, we're working it, girls. And, like, we're, bit. like, yeah. this is satire. This we're is trying real. to be, like, this is supposed like, to be lighthearted. This is fun. We're just chit-chatting, like, you know, this is... It's not that serious. Not, and people on Instagram take it very seriously. No, people just, and I, like, over the summer, like, I kept, like, running into all these past guys that I dated in Charleston. Yeah. And people would be like, well, it's a small town. You're obviously going to run into that. I'm like, that. I'm like, it's not. Okay, I'm that's sorry, a not great that example. Because I'm also like, well, then why haven't I run into them for the past three right. years? Like, I'm like, it's like, I'm like, okay, relax. Yeah, n- it's relax. Just a funny that's story. A, that's a good example. It's like, it's, it's, it's just a funny story. Like, like you don't need not to get all deep. bent out of shape about it. It's not it. that deep. You're going to give yourself, like, cardiac arrest if you're worrying about that all the time. Like, Seriously. oh, my good, I couldn't hold that on my heart. Like, gra- no, me either. Yeah. I, I could not care that much about what no. other people Mm-mm. said on the internet. Like, That'd be exhausting. It takes a whole... So much energy. It takes a different type of breed of person mm-hmm. yeah, that's to act. Not me. Like that. Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, anyways, um, how would you say, like, how has social media, like, impacted your life? I mean, I know it's obviously impacted your life in a huge way. It's so powerful. But, like specifically how has it changed your life yeah i mean like very candidly like financially there Mm -hmm. i have never been in a financial position that i am now like i when i was freelancing when i say i was poor like as in a month before i went viral i was on our master bathroom floor and crying i thought i was going to be sick from crying so hard and my husband comes in at that time he's uh, my fiance I was like, what's wrong? And I had to say, I can't help with the mortgage again. Oh and like, gosh. I lost a client. I can't, I can't pay groceries. I can't do anything. And of course he was amazing um, and very, very supportive. But I remember I'm bawling my eyes out and I look at him. I was like, I promise it won't always be like this. I promise there'll be a day where I won't, I won't be crying on the bathroom floor. Like, and he was like, I know, I know it's fine. It's okay. Like you're whatever you're doing great. And you don't feel like you're doing great. You feel like an absolute failure. Yeah. Um, and now like, I, you know, he's got a wonderful job. He's an engineer and I I make more and I queen. am able to be that. And yes. I'm able to say, Hey, we don't have to worry about that. And, you know, um, my favorite thing is when I'm out to drinks with my friends and I can get the tab or like cover lunch or yeah. like that means the world to me. Yes. And so in that financial position, like I was able to help like my parents with things. I'm able to help my brother. Like I'm able to this Christmas, I was able to give so much more. And, and that is huge. And it's every day that, you know, you notice these things because it's not a life that you've lived before. Yeah. It's not a, where I was in the shower this morning and I was worrying. I was like, Oh, like about money. I was like, Oh, Sarah, we don't, we don't, you know, there's going to be a day again. I'm sure we'll have to worry about money, but today's not that day. Let's, let's put those worries aside. Um, that's huge. Yeah. Um, my social, like, like actual social life, not just social media, but my actual social life has definitely grown and I'm mm-hmm. an extrovert. So that's so great. Yes. Like that's so I'm, I love it. Like I'm meeting people like you and that's my favorite thing mm-hmm. about social media Me is too. my social media relationships. Yeah. It's just, it's the best. Like it's you get amazing. to meet the coolest people, um, get new opportunities, like travel places. Um, like, you know, I can send myself to New York to record my podcast episodes or go to an event that I was invited to. And that's just insane. That's awesome. Like the people that I've met, at the different platforms like Instagram and TikTok and all, you know, other influencers, but also just followers and people who come up to me and say hi and I get to hear their stories. Like 
that's, I mean, people are my favorite thing. And so that's been huge. Yeah. That's so amazing. I love it. Yeah. It feels, You're freaking killing it. I feel very in my element. Like it yes. feels very, very comfortable. I'm like, oh, this is totally where I was meant to be. I was going to say this, you really do seem like you are in your element. And I, I just wonder, have you always felt like this is something you would be doing? Like, did you ever think that like you would be in front of a camera or yeah. on a microphone? Like, yeah. have you ever gotten that vibe from yes. yourself? Yes. I will not be like, no, oh my God, no. I knew. You know. I love attention. Mm-hmm. I love being the center of attention. Um, and like, I didn't know how it was going to manifest. Like I knew I loved to perform and stuff like that. Um, I was a lot shyer in high school and then I kind of came out in college where like my extrovert sort of came mm-hmm. out and I was like, okay. Yes. Um, and I was at a small school, so it was easier to be like a big fish in a small pond mm-hmm. and go to more social stuff and everything like that. And, but I definitely, at, you know, at 16, I'm watching my favorite YouTubers like Lauren Curtis, Jacqueline Hill, like Aspen Ovard. And I knew, I mean, I also have my videos from back then. Like I had a little camera. I used oh to gosh. vlog. I vlogged my whole senior trip after high school. Like I wanted to be this person. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it would happen, mm-hmm. but I, I knew, and I also thought everybody wanted to be that. And I don't know. I like how obsessed I was with it. Like I thought everybody, yeah, felt, I, like, I, everybody wants to be an influencer. Felt, yeah. Everybody wants to be on YouTube every, and then I talk to people, they're like, I've never felt that way. And I was like, oh, interesting. So, interesting. so it, it so didn't feel like something, sp- right. Yeah. It didn't feel like something special, but then everything, and I, I firmly believe this, like everything will come back to like, hey, you've been back side of the head and be like, you, you knew this a long time ago. I completely um, agree. Yeah. That's and so, point. yeah, your story very much. Like, I think that you see a lot of this is just yes. everything comes very full circle. It does. Um, and so, yeah, like I look back and I can think, God, I vlogged like this one trip is probably my biggest vlog that I did because I was 16 or I, I guess at that point, 18. Um, and I could look back at, at the girl holding the camera and showing, I, I literally, one of the clips is I, I'm like, it's so beautiful because we were in um, Germany and it's a trash can. Like I definitely filmed a trash can, but just, I was like, it's so beautiful here. And I get to tell her, I'm like, girl, you're doing this for like a job. Like everybody that you wanted to be, every person that you looked up to, you get to be that person, which that's a dream. It is a dream. Literally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. Then you get really scared that everything's going to fall from under you, but well, you cross that bridge. <laughs> yeah, we'll cross you that cross bridge when we get there. You ever get we here. made it this far. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You made it this far. The opportunities are like always coming, I'm yeah. sure. And there's yeah. always other things you can do. Yeah. But it does get scary. It gets scary oh, yeah. when you've reached a point where you've always wanted to be and you're like, is somebody going to take it? Mm-hmm. Like that gets really scary. We'll work on that. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like that's just kind of like a. It's just it imposter like, syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It totally is. And I feel that all the time. Limiting mindset time. does nothing for you. No. And it's just like, it's like you can't even believe what's happening. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like people will ask, like, ask me questions and I'm like, like, this, what do you mean this is my life? That doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. It's like so cool. Yeah. I don't think it'll, and people, I don't think it'll ever go away. Like, Mm -mm. I don't, I don't think this feeling will ever go away. No, no. Me either. I think about celebrities. I'm like, you'd have to be like really empty to get used to this type of thing. I completely agree. Maybe you get used to like, some things, but it will never feel normal. Yeah. Nothing. It doesn't. It doesn't ever feel normal. I completely agree. Yeah. And I think if it ever gets to that point, I'm like, someone can smack me. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we've got some evaluation to do. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of evaluation. Um, switching gears a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about like growing on on TikTok and Instagram. Obviously, yeah. I feel like you have done a great job at growing both platforms. And I know you like reuse a lot of your content mm-hmm. on, or at least like from TikTok to Instagram and yeah. stuff. 
What are some tips that you would give to anybody like trying to grow both platforms at the same time or even just like one when you have more of a following on the other platform? So yeah, I don't, I'm not going to gatekeep anything. Like Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, everybody can replicate it and everything. I definitely, one of my biggest tips is like focus on one platform first and then we'll get to the other. So Mm -hmm. while you're focusing on one platform um, and that's what I did when I went viral, I had been posting uh, before that. And it's funny when I went viral, my, it was like a new year's resolution. I was like, I'm going to post, I think it was once a day, every day. And I was like, that seems like kind of crazy, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. And that was Monday. I went viral on Saturday. Oh, so my God. I didn't have to do it very long. Thank God. What 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 would happen if it was like two weeks and I just fell off? Like who knows? Yeah. Um. But I like just post once a day, every day, and just don't be in the beginning. You cannot be focused on the numbers coming in. Mm-hmm. You have to be focused on the number that you're producing. Don't look at metrics on what's working, what's whatever until. With TikTok, at least a week, like TikTok can be, you know, a lot shorter. If you're focusing on another platform, you need a month, a month of data before you can really look and be like, okay, this is what's working. This is what people are enjoying. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to be continue doing. Yeah. Um, and then from there, grow that platform to a place where you feel like, okay, you've, you've got a hold, you've got something to pitch because it's usually... I mean, usually when people are trying to grow a social, they're trying to monetize it in some way. Right. So when you're at a place where you're like, yep, I, um, you know, whether it's the creator fund or you're working with brands, like this is something that I can sell, um, you know, I'm getting money from it or I can pitch it to brands. Then you move to the other platforms. Mm. If it's easy enough for you with video content specifically to repurpose, then go straight one-to-one. Like as much as you can, just post everything to the other platforms. Mm-hmm. YouTube is 60 seconds. Instagram is a max 90 seconds. That's where I get in trouble because I like to talk. So Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my videos, we have to edit down. Um, in the very beginning, when I was moving on to the other platforms, I had a, a virtual assistant who used to repost for me. Mm. Um, I now I have a different assistant who is taking care of a lot of different things in the background, but she is also, she's the one who manages my reposting. Okay. Um, not me. Yeah. If I have a video that it's I'm tedious. Per- yes. If I have a video that I'm particularly excited about, or if it's something that's like timely, like I'm going to an event, then I will physically post it mm-hmm. to all the platforms. Um, but she handles all of that, um, which that's huge. Like this takes so much time. Um, but honestly, like virtual assistant for, there's a whole book on, I can't, I'm trying to think of what the book is called. I'm going to have to text it to you or something because I learned a lot from it, but this guy essentially has a virtual assistant for like tons of things in his life, like clearing out his email. And there's a lot of, um, like agencies that you can go to like worldwide that mm-hmm. are a lot more affordable if you are doing a U.S. conversion. Anyway, anyway, oh, okay. so I like read that, got a virtual assistant um, from overseas that was able to help me. Um, and now I have uh, a different one that handles podcast stuff. And um, she does all the podcast socials and my reposting. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. But with that, um, you know, when we started reposting, then we start to Id- identify what's working and then we can get more curated to each platform. I only have so much time in the day. Like, exactly. Um, it's much easier for me to have like TikTok as my main platform and everything getting repurposed. Um, this year, that's not going to be at like, honestly, it's not going to be good enough to get to where I want to be. Like I want to reach a hundred K on Instagram. I know I'm going to need to make a lot more dedicated reels that are will only stay on Instagram. Yes. Instagram definitely wants things like guides and outfits and things like that they don't react as well to things that are funny or stupid or like very off the cuff as TikTok does. Yeah. Um, YouTube also does really, really well with things that are very easily searchable. So Charles Higgins mm. guides, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually do pretty good with jokes as well. So this year is where I'll have to curate 
Otherwise, yeah, just have a main platform and then let everything trickle down from there. Because if you have a presence on everything, you can feel like pretty good about it. Yeah. You can then keep going, but you can't focus on multiple platforms at once. You you really can't. It's like impossible. Yeah. The only reason I'm able to shift focus from TikTok is because it is earning enough to where it can sustain itself and then pay for other platforms. Like my content shoots, I'm having to pay somebody to like help me with those. Yeah. TikTok is funding that. Instagram's not funding mm-hmm. that. Instagram yes. is then going to be monetized. So hopefully Instagram can then fund other projects, things like that. The podcast is not monetized for myself yet. TikTok is funding that, but I can't focus on the other ones until TikTok was at a place where it really feels like, a, like, oh, you're grown up now. You can run on your own. Yeah. You're growing on your own where you don't have to have the gas pedal up here. We're going to move the gas pedal over here. Yeah. I can't wait to get to the to that point oh my gosh it's yeah. a beautiful day yes it's it's it really it, it feels good yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah well okay so podcast let's yeah. try podcast so sarah has a podcast it. called mutual friends and it is literally like i literally feel like it's a conversation with a friend yeah i feel like it's that's supposed exactly to be like the your group chat but in podcast form yeah 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 so tell us a little bit about the podcast how mm. did you start it your little origin story yeah there. the podcast was started three years ago mutual friends is actually our third name Oh my gosh. It well, is. I did know that you rebranded. I yeah. Didn't know since it was the it's third the, one. oh yeah, it's the third. Um, this <laughs> is the like, last. Yeah. This is the last. I really, it's the last. I feel yes. the best. Um, when I first started the podcast, it was like in a self help era. So we did a lot of self help things and it was okay. called, it was called What Else? What oh. Else Podcast? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, like, that's mm. an interesting. Yeah. Mm, cool. Okay. Cool name. Neat. Um, and then obviously it became very apparent to me that what else means nothing. There's like, what is that? Yeah. What is it? It's a question that question itself. Like, mm-hmm. what else? Like, what it's like, else? What, what? what are you talking what about? Yeah. Like, so then I rebranded it. To, <laughs> I rebranded it to attainable. Okay. Which is super cute. Again, when I was in my self help era, yes. which I am not anymore. We're not anymore. No. Okay. We're done. No, we were a Rachel Hollis fan. Do you? Oh, mm-hmm. do you know? I oh yeah. I went to two conferences. Oh my God. Oh yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I, when I say my era, like this was like this a was true, this was an era. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, I had attainable and we stuck to it and then we kind of changed from self-help content. We were doing more fun content that I like to do, but the vibe of the podcast was not not representative of the people who were listening. Yeah. Um, like the community was a lot more chill and um, like they liked things that were helpful, but they liked a lot more personality and fun things. And I was like, yeah, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna cut it. And yeah. so um, I took the longest amount of time that I've ever taken on any project to rebrand. Like I did not want to do this wrong. I was like, we're on number three, dude. Like, yeah. let's, <laughs> yeah, gotta, let's gotta make it right. We gotta make it right. Mm-hmm. So um some I don't remember. I went through so many different names, um, and uh, honestly, MF. Like we were using MF in certain ways. Obviously, the explicit version. Yes, I was like MM, MF, MF, and I was like mutual, mu- mutual friends. I was like mutual, like mutual, mutual friends. Yes. Like I, and it, like I knew it. I knew it as soon as as That's I said it. I was like. And it drew in my social media aspect, but it also drew in like having friends and the whole friendship and group chat and like um, this community that I wanted to build and that we already were. I was like, oh, and I was lucky I had like a community that I was like, does this fit us? Mm -hmm. And it did. And people really, they loved it. They, they, um, yeah, they took it really well. And now, now it's, it's growing. And I think that we're getting a lot more exposure and because of the rebrand, like it's just a lot more recognizable. Mm-hmm. It's um, just a lot more attractive to follow. Um, and yeah, I love it. So we do 
a segment called the group chat at the very top of the podcast, the three top trending stories, give our take on it, um, whatever is happening in pop culture. Mm -hmm. And then we will go into some sort of like stories, submissions. Um, sometimes we do like a particular topic that we want to talk about. This week is probably one of my favorite episodes that I've ever done. I had Joseph on and we did, uh, I did some polls on my Instagram or like an open question box mm -hmm. and it was women saying, okay, what do you love about men? What do you hate about men? Oh, I also so did I men. What do you love about women? What do you hate about women? Um, and so we did the, we did the men. And so what, what do we love about when men? What do we hate about men? It was so funny. It was, it was hilarious. So funny. I'm like this close to making Joseph like a permanent co-host and like making it, you know, and then when we have guests, like he'll hop off, but, yeah, um, that's a good idea. we've talked about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I do so well with another person there. I don't love the solo episodes that my, the audience does. Like they say they're great, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know guys. Like, and so I'm, I'm close. I'm like, honey, do you want to co-do this? Like monthly. Like he could yeah. come like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he if I ask him, he always comes on. Yeah, so I fine. love that. Yeah. Okay, so what's your favorite part about podcasting? Oh my god. Um. Oh, yep in my mouth, dude. Just, just chit chatting, chit chatting, saying like yes. anything, and and there is definitely like you leave podcasts, and there's episodes. Always proud of an episode, but there's episodes where you're like, oh, that was good, and then there's episodes where you're like, it's it's like an energy hit that you're like, oh, that was a good one. Like yes. you leave, you're buzzing. You're like, mm -hmm. I can't, you're like, Oh, I just made really good. It's anytime you make good content mm -hmm. where it's like, you have this flow. You're like, Oh, this ending product, which is the fun part about content is that, you know, however many hours ago, nothing existed. And now you can hold something you it's digitally, but there's something there yes. that you created and you created this experience and you can look at it. You're like, Oh my God. Yeah. And that's, that's a cool feeling. And then this week, that was one, like I hadn't, I felt like I hadn't had that in a couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. I was like this one where I was like, this is good. And you'll know, you know, I definitely promote the podcast more if I'm more excited about it. I've been talking a lot about this episode this mm -hmm. week. It's only Tuesday. Um, it also took forever to upload, which is so rude. All that 3 a.m. Oh my God. It was like a whole thing, but like, I'm very, very proud of that piece yeah. of content and, um, like it lives on the internet forever. So I'm like, this is like something I made. And, uh, that's the coolest part. Yeah. That is so cool that it's like, you, you just like, especially when you say something like, or there's like certain parts in the episode that you're like, I said that yeah. so well. Like good sound bites. Yes. And you're like, oh, I sounded funny and intelligent. Yes. That's you're so like, cool. Oh, how did that come out of my That's mouth? That's so cool. <laughs> okay. So what's your least favorite part? Oh, the tech. Mm -hmm. I literally hate it. And, and I'm not good at it. You'd think three years in, I'd be good at it. Like constantly mics are dying, cameras, whatever, like the lights turned off. Like it's, I mean, constant it, and it is the closest thing that's gotten to me, me to quitting. If yeah. anybody is a producer and would like to work for me to a friend's podcast, I'm currently hiring <laughs> because, oh my God, I need, I need one so bad. Yeah. Um, it's currently, we have an in-home studio, which I do like. I'm finding out from a work perspective, I need to get it out of my home mm -hmm. because that also causes me to like procrastinate. Like, yeah. and if I had a place to go to record, I also think I'd be able to like, make something good more often. Yeah. I think because it's in in my home, it's not, I, I'm, I, it's almost complacent. Like, I know what you mean. It's just, it's a different vibe. Like you feel like you're, it's, I mean, it's, yes. it's working from home versus working remotely. Exactly. Like it's, it's a different vibe. yourself mm -hmm. really into it. It's an energy there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm trying to get that, that out of my house because that's been the closest that like I've almost quit because of technology. I look at Joseph. He's like, we're okay. We're, it's the battery died. Like we're, we're all right. And I'm like, or, this is an omen that I yeah, suck and everything I've ever made was horrible. So we could read it either way. We really couldn't. He's like, okay, maybe we should take a, yeah, take take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So combined with social media, what would you say like 
anybody looking to get into starting social media or starting a podcast, starting this like a new creative endeavor in this direction, what is your biggest piece of advice? Oh, that's a wonderful, make sure you like, um, find out what you like creating. Mm. Like it is very much a, it's a creative process first and, um, you like start with the creation and then views come and then you start to think of it more as a view things, but it will always come back to the creative. You will always be like paid more for creative and like your mind and what you're, so you find what you like creating. One of my friends, she, um, she's a writer really at heart. Um, but she wanted to explore a different medium. And so now she's doing these, like she takes B roll of her day or her weekend and she is doing like voiceover diaries. So instead of doing journal entries, like tip, tip, like she has been, she's yeah. exercising a different, you know, creative muscle and tr- using video diaries. And I love it. And I, awesome. think she, I think that she's doing really, really well at it. And she's enjoying that. And so mm-hmm. it, again, you have to really like the product um, and figure out how you like to create, like to say, you know, a TikTok video where you're doing a story time and you're being silly. Sometimes that doesn't feel like a creation itself, but it very much is. You're acting oh, as is. a personality. Like storytelling is a skill in itself, and that might be like how much, like what you love. You also, you know, I have people who are very much into like the editing. They're in Premiere. They're, you know, giving examples. They've got green screen, like all this kind of stuff. That is how they like to create. Mm-hmm. Do that. There are also people who I greatly admire, and I'm trying to build my skill set of like the Instagram photo creator. Yes, that is an entire skill. I have. Oh my god, I went it's to. It's so hard. It's so hard. Do you follow Morgan Wending? I don't. Yes. Know. Yeah. Winter, yeah. 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 She lives very close to me, which was oh, fun. Really? So yeah, we became really good friends. Oh. Um. Wait, we. Of, where else do I meet my people? And we met at your course at your launch party. Oh my gosh! No, we have a, yes. We have a group chat. Like we literally this. There's an entire group of friends that was created from your launch party. I'm not oh even joking. God, we were texting. We're going to dinner on Friday. And then my new friend, or not new friend, my friend that just moved here. So she's like new to the area. She lived here before anyway. So she's in. So I told her like I had a group of friends for her to come to when she moved. Oh my god! Like this whole group of friends was totally because of you. Yeah, so yeah. you should know that. that. My heart um, I went to lunch with her and Felicity from Getting uh-huh. Up Social. Yes, and Felicity. they have an art to the way that they like document. You know, when they yes. go to restaurants and stuff. And I was able to see them in their creation element, mm-hmm. and, and that you know inspired me. And so, um, like, I'm trying to get to a place where I enjoy photo taking and like Instagramming as much as they do. And I see that you know you really got to find your creation style, podcasting, video. There's so many different mediums. So many. Find what works for you and and what you love to create first. And then everything, everything else can come from there. But if you mm-hmm. don't like creating it, it will not stick. It's, you know, we could be like, if you don't love creating it, you won't love it. Yeah, it just won't stick. It's not nope. going to work. You're not going to make money from it and it's not going to grow. And that's ultimately kind of what you want it to be, you have to love it. You have to love it for what it is. That's such a good point. Cause then you'll also like grow to resent it. Yes. And you won't even like, easily get it off the ground. Everything's hard. Everything's yes. hard in its own way. Yes. So you do, what is it? Every, like, you know, uh, like everything there's, I can yeah. curse on this podcast, right? What? I can curse on this podcast. Oh, yeah, it, so it's like every, everything's got your shit, mm-hmm. like in it, it shit. You got to figure out what shit you're willing, willing to shovel. Yes. Like, and you, so you know, true. everything's going to have a bad part to mm-hmm. it. So you have to love it just, you know, with the right. shit you're going to have to deal with. Um, and if you don't love it, then when things get hard and in anything, it's going to get hard. There's not going to be something holding you there. So true. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Great advice, people. Take note. <laughs> um, okay. Switching gears a little bit. Let's chat about Charleston. Yeah, I love it here. It's the best. Yes. Everybody should come here and mind the traffic, but like, it's so great. I know the traffic. God, Jesus. 
Um, okay. So since you're from Charleston, yeah. I like love talking to people who are from Charleston mm-hmm. because I always find they have like kind of two stances of just how Charleston has grown oh, yeah. since their childhood. There's people that hate it, mm-hmm. that literally hate how Charleston is right now and how much it's grown and all this kind of stuff. And there's people like you, I feel like, who loves it. Yeah. Um, so we obviously know that that's your take. But how much has Charleston changed since you were growing up? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, the different areas, of course, like development-wise, there's been so much new building. Um, and I really think that Charleston grew into what it was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it, you know, we've been like top towards destination for so many years in so many different magazines or whatever. Um, and just in the last two years, I think it was almost like a sweater that we, it's a little too big for us. Um, and now we can fit and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, the, and now I think that's, you know, that's where people's discomfort are coming from. The sweater might be getting a little too tight, you know, yes. there's more people coming and, and we're managing that. But, um, we, you know, we didn't really grow into our full potential. I don't think it, until the last two years, mm-hmm. um, new people coming in, new ideas coming in that goes with new money, new development, um, the new opportunities, like different restaurants and, um, different businesses that we didn't have before. Um, and now it's becoming a staple where like, oh, this is Charleston. We probably have this yeah. instead of, oh, this is Charleston. We definitely don't. We're still, there's still things that we, we need, but, um, sure. we're getting to a place where, um, like the streets are prettier. Like we are taking, mm. taking care of our streets and our buildings a lot more. We are, I think right now doing a pretty good job in the core historical areas with preserving those areas and, um, updating it, cleaning it up, but not taking it away. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't love the plan that they're currently doing on the peninsula with the the shoreline plan or whatever um where they've got a lot of apartment buildings going up. I think that that yeah. is going to be really detrimental to our skyline and to um like the boats going by. Mm-hmm. I I don't love that. I'm really hoping that that kind of doesn't continue or takes a different turn. Yeah. Um but our roots, um, like we're preserving really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so and I love I love what we're doing. I think that um the people who are coming seem to be a lot more creative. We're getting a lot more creative people here, mm-hmm. which I think is always good. I'm seeing a lot more artists. Um and from a cultural perspective, I think that's a really, really good thing. I agree. Yeah. I love that Charleston is like a melting pot that people come from all over. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really makes this city into what it is. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like that. But I'm also like, I feel like it would not have developed if that wasn't the case. Yeah. I hope we get get more and more diverse. Um, yes. As a Southern state, we don't have a ton of di- – well, no, 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 that's not true. We have a lot of diversity, um, but there's certain pockets where I think mm-hmm. that uh, w- there definitely could be a lot more diversity. I think Atlanta's done a great job. Um, even like, more, this, Georgia, I think, has a lot of pockets where the bigger cities have uh, gotten a lot more diversity. I think Charleston still leans it's not, not as diverse of a place yes. and from people that I've talked to not as diversity friendly mm. um which of course you know I've been privileged to not have that experience but right. I, I totally recognize that that experience that people still have here Absolutely. don't love that yeah. um so I think that that's something that we could definitely definitely work on yes. but um, we're getting more and more people every day and the more people move and um all that is just going to slowly shift which I think is for is sure good. Yeah. it is so good what's your favorite part about living here um oh the the beauty is mm-hmm. just uh like looking i mean really just walking downtown joseph always he almost gets annoyed with me because we were just driving uh home from dinner it was dark we were driving through the streets and i'm just like i mean it fills me with this type of like feeling of energy every time i'm downtown i just i think it's 
gorgeous. The buildings are beautiful. There's an energy there that I feel very connected to. And that's my favorite part. I don't have to be eating or looking at the water or doing something. It is just a beautiful, beautiful place, which then energizes me. It makes me more creative. It makes me want to do other things, create other things. Um, and I love that someday I would love, love to live downtown. Mm-hmm. I don't know financially how I could ever like justify it yeah. because it's so expensive for like what it is, especially but you've already bought a house. Uh, you know, we we got a house for a really great price and there's no way we can get the size that we're in for the price downtown, obviously. Right. And and I know like um, in a budget we're always going to go smaller. It's yes. kind of hard to justify. But like yeah. my my little baby heart, someday I'm like I would love to even have like a temporary place or something. Yeah. That would be and a you dream. Never know. You never know. You never know. Like anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of eating, you said that like five minutes ago. Yeah. Things being open, I love eating. Top three favorite restaurants. Okay. Charleston. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. I'm going to give it to you. So I'm going to give um a very, hold on. How am I going to do this? Oh, this is hard. No, it's not. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got, <laughs> got, got it. Yeah. I totally got it. Uh, Church and Union. Church mm-hmm. and Union is great. It's a staple. Everybody... I saw you went the other night. Yes. Right? I went for last week. night. Yeah. 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 Um, great. Just a staple. Their service is phenomenal. Their food is phenomenal. Never been disappointed and a beautiful experience. Again, everybody's going to talk about it. It's because you really should go. Yes. Uh, Jackrabbit Philly. I don't think that everybody talks about it, but it is, that's my favorite food in Charleston, I I think. Um, but they just opened a sister restaurant called King Barbecue that Hmm. might rival. I got to go a couple more times, but I might like it better than Jackrabbit Philly. Thank God that they're like the same owners. Um, it is so good. That's in the North Charleston area. Yes. I just have heard about that. Oh my God. It is. uh, We should go. We should totally go. And then, um, my other favorite that I will always, always take people to is gin joint. Gin joint is a phenomenal bar. They've got really good bites um, to eat. And you, you can totally have dinner there. It's Mm -hmm. just definitely more of like a drink and then go somewhere else. Like apps. Yes. I still have never gone. I know it's a sin. I've been to gin joint so many times i I love to get my hair cut and then they open at five and then i'll walk over and i'll just like sit there and it's it's cute it's on um what, what broad east bay east bay that's yes. it um and uh i always i don't know why i always want to keep call east bay broad street anyway yeah okay. um but um yeah and they've got something called a bartender's choice and so you pick two flavors that you want something sweet and refreshing or you want something citrusy and spicy and Ooh. they will the bartender will i've never been disappointed by by my drink <sighs> And I love that they it's do a that. great vibe. Well, again, wonderful service. Absolutely my top three. Like if people are coming to visit and I'm making the itinerary, like all of them will be on that itinerary. Yes. Easy. Oh my gosh. Great choices. Thank you. Places that I don't mention because I kind of always mention the same spots. I'm like, that's why I need to talk to other people and like get other. You're, so you're getting me into more stuff and restaurant week. I'm really uh, like taking the opportunity to go to several places that mm-hmm. I haven't been because I need to I, like, I've never been to bar one, six, seven. Oh, so good. I've like, that's kind of rude of me. Like as a Charlestonian, it I'm like, is. I kind of don't know anything if I've never been to bar 167, yes. I think. You Apparently. Yeah. You need to go. Yeah. To go. Mm-hmm. I know. There's there it just it can get really overwhelming. I would really? say. With just so the well, not just bar one six seven, but like I feel like the restaurants Oh, it's a lot downtown. Oh, it's just, a lot. I mean, honestly, everywhere. It's yeah. like I don't go to North Charleston really ever. So it's like I'm not really going to those restaurants, but it's like I want to because yeah. I, I feel a like a lot I'm of hidden so gems to talk about. A lot of hidden gems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh. It's just, it's so stressful. Yeah. Like I have like a list of so many places that I need to go. Yeah. It can get, it can get overwhelming. But then I like to go back to all my places that I like too. So I know you really just want, you want to, I have hard. like my staples and I really, this is the year that I am starting to branch out. Cause otherwise I very much like, I'm like, this is where I go. This is yeah. where I recommend it. And I'm like, no, 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 we're going to try other places. We're going to branch out. 
Um, so far, I'm still with my OGs, but but that's hey, it's but only the I'm of looking year. to be proven wrong, yeah. right? It's only the beginning of the year. Yeah. We got this. As I, and I still haven't been to Melfi's. So. Oh my god. Uh huh. No, I'm so aware of my flaws. <laughs> Very self-aware. You'll get there. You'll get there. Hey, Melfi's will always be there. Mel- I hope so. Knock on, knock on one. Yeah. Melfi's, please don't close. <laughs> uh, okay. Switching gears a little bit. So it's not a Charleston Diaries episode if we don't talk about dating and, and marriage. Yeah. And relationships. So um, Sarah has never gotten to experience the joys of Charleston dating. No. Unfortunately. Uh, because so sad. she's married, which is a concept that I don't understand, but that's okay. Yeah, me neither. Um, it's foreign to me. But um, so... You guys, you and Joseph mm-hmm. have the cutest story. It's so giving invisible string. It's so giving fate. And I just like need you to share it with the class. Yes, of course. <laughs> I love sharing the story. This guy's my favorite. He's my absolute bestie friend. I love him so much. He's like, literally, I want to be him when I grow up. He's just the coolest, the best guy. Um, I did get very, very lucky. We met in third grade, so I didn't have to search very long. Um I didn't obviously know that in third grade. We met in third grade. We were next to each other in line. My last name is Boss. His last name is Bass. And oh gosh, so, wait, yeah. so funny. Yeah. I still haven't changed my name legally, which, see, but it takes a lot of time. So, yeah, like, we're, we're, whatever. It's fine. fine. It'll, it'll be there. And I am, I am doing, um, I'm keeping, I love my last name. And yes. so I am keeping my last name. So as stupid as it sounds, just for my own personal, like, I have, I want to hold on to it. My name will be Sarah Elizabeth Boss Bass. And I'm like, Fuck it. Like, like, I love that. I, I like can't cool let it go. I, just, yeah. I'm like, we're going to keep it. Anyway. As met, you should. Yeah. Met in third grade. Uh, went through um, elementary school together. Then he moved away right before sixth grade. He came back in eighth grade. and But we didn't really chat. And then I moved back to Charleston in uh, for high school. So mm-hmm. our whole high school career, we didn't chat. Um, and then we went to, do you know what Palmetto Girls State, Palmetto Boys State is? No. Like locals um, and South Carolina people probably do. It is a national thing, but I don't know like how many states like really participate. Anyway, it's this like camp. Palmetto Girl State is at one college. Palmetto Boy State is at another. And then you meet in the Capitol at the end of the week. Um, but both of them are mock governments. So you're like learning how government oh, okay. works. You're, and you get nominated by your high school to go. So it's like a big, you know, big deal if you can go. You put on your college resume. Free. Whatever. So I went and so did he. Um, at the end of the week, boy state and girl state, they bus you into uh, the capital, Columbia, mm-hmm. and you meet on the horseshoe of USC and you like exchange shirts. It's very Southern. Yeah. Um, and I was walking across this. So this is uh, the year after or the summer after our junior year. We're going to senior year uh, of high school. And I was like, is it Joseph Bass? He was like, Sarah Boss. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I went to Boys Day. Like, what? So we start chatting um, and we find out that we're both going to go to school in Columbia. We're like, cool. Like, Maybe I'll see you there. Go through our entire senior year, um, not talking. And then I move into my college dorm. And that week, USC was also moving in because we were 15 minutes away from each other. And he texted me. He's like, hey, like, I moved in. You moved in? I was like, yeah. He was like, you want to hang out? I was like, yeah. And long story short, we never stopped hanging out. We started dating when we were 18. We got married when we, right after we uh, turned 25. Um, And uh, there is like, I was dating another guy when, like, we, like, started hanging out in college. And so there's, like, some messiness there. But Whatever. happily ever after. Yeah. And he's the best. So, yeah, he's uh, – we've been together, I don't know, like, eight years now or something. Oh, I love he's it. He's the best. Like, he's just, I mean, the coolest. He's funny. He's smart. And just, I mean, I really could just gab about him all day. I think he's the coolest. I just love that story. Like, it's literally invisible string. Yeah. You no, know? It, I like, know, it's and crazy. it's so funny. Like, I never – 
I look back at like those memories, like we are in each other's yearbooks. We're yes. next to each other in the yearbook. I love that. And now, and also I also wrote in his middle school yearbook and um, third grade, you know, we became friends because people thought we were siblings. Third graders don't know the difference between anybody that's pale and freckly, I guess. Um, and so, classic mix up. right. So it, then in middle school, I was like, you know, have a great summer, Joseph. You will always be my third grade brother. Like, oh, <laughs> amazing. And there's two. Of, so we have, I'm dead. Uh, yeah, we have a whole friend group that has stayed friends since these like elementary school years. They were most of my bridal party. Um, like we've, and we all ended up marrying each other. I don't know what was in the water. Yeah. Like, I don't know how we did that. Uh, all of us like moved out. It wasn't just like small town America. We all right. moved away and we all somehow made it back to people that we had met, um, actually in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Um, I love that. and, and see, that's my yearbook story. We have another couple where she wrote like we're gonna get married in his yearbook in like high school um in high school they they weren't even dating i don't think so i think they may have like liked each other but she said something or like but she was like yeah like we're we're getting married she wrote in his yearbook so they have that i'm like see that's cute i wrote you're gonna be my third grade brother you're my brother sick amazing like way to ruin that shot sarah but yeah, it's, hey, it's can't great. ruin what's meant for you. I can't ruin what's meant for you. Um, yeah, and uh, so we got married in September of 2022. Um, it's been a little over a year. How's, and how's marriage life? Oh my God, it's so fun. Is it? it is, is it like like I'm like just so curious about like being married because it kind of scares me a little bit. I, it would scare me too. Mm-hmm. I'm a very independent person. I'm yep. a very social person. Um, and I think I I see. Okay, oh, this is gonna sound so bad. I see other married people and like, ew. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, God. Like, I, you know, I think there's, there's certain ways that people want to do it, especially in the South. We see a lot of people, um, like, uh, when they get married, it, that's kind of their cue to like settle down and they mm. usually start families and everything. And I think, you know, that's an amazing journey for them. Not, that wasn't really our journey. And, yeah. um, you got, you're busy. You're busy. You're a girl boss. People really, um, I, we get that comments a lot. They're like, oh, I really appreciate in your relationship. Like, I'm in New York all the time and I'll visit my New York friends. And one of them specifically says, like, I think she's surprised by like me being married and this dynamic. She's like, mm-hmm. you know, he just like, he lets you do whatever. Like, in, you guys are very, we have our own independent lives. We've got our own friends. We choose to be together. We literally love being together, Yeah. but we're both very independent, busy people. And so like, I'm looking at going on maybe a solo travel trip or like a girl's trip to Costa Rica. And and I was like, Hey, like, if you want to go, like, you know, we can extend the trip, but I'm going to have an independent trip. And he's like, cool, like have fun. And so, so, yeah, it's like, um, you know, for, that doesn't look like that for all people, but yeah. I think there is like this narrative that when you get married, like you don't really hang out with your single friends anymore. You, you know, it doesn't look the same. I still go out. Joseph doesn't go out with me. He doesn't want to. He didn't want to go to a rager bar. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, let's go fuck shit up at Trio. Like, I love an EDM bar. Sometimes he doesn't want to go. Yeah. Cool. I'll go and, and go with my girlfriend. You guys aren't tied at the hip. No. The same person. Yeah. And I don't, we're, 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 not into there's you know there's some couples that are like yeah you're not going to go out without me and i'm like i can't i don't understand that i don't um, understand that either. you're that's fine for you but i think that is like people look at marriage and they think that's what it's going to be mm-hmm. definitely not um how it has to be it's literally so fun it is so fun we have nerf guns in like the like front of hallway because like you never know yeah. when you need a nerf you fight. never know like, you never wow, know great point i should get that for me and my roommate it's oh oh it's no you know you should just go to walmart it's really yes. really fun um and yeah I and mean, it's it's like it's a built-in best friend you have your best friend everywhere you go and it's sleepovers and it's so like we giggle all the time 
it's just it's so much laugh. i've never laughed so much in my life oh my god yeah oh i want to get married it's so fun you should and, and i oh keep, i should yeah you should okay no it's really <laughs> it's really so fun i keep telling him like, honey every saturday we should get married because that day was the best day ever oh yeah and i loved wedding planning i mm-hmm. loved the wedding i loved every part of it um i was very lucky to love it i had a really good support system yeah. that way but yeah it's like so fun and yeah. weddings are so fun a day all about you a party oh help oh my god like i love it yeah so if anybody's scared of marriage don't be it's it's you find the right person like it'll be the best time of your life yeah yeah i feel like it is the the key is finding the right person it yeah and it all yeah. just comes together yeah but there's and there's so many you know benefits of course like if you're you know not dating or whatever um like just whatever season that you're in there's so much to love about it um and i think sometimes we always think like there's something else i'm i'm kind of bad at them like oh there's always going to be something i should be doing something else and oh god me too. um i have to remember like the, my past lives in like, oh, like I remember like that was a really sweet time. And I wish I would have sat in that time like a little bit mm-hmm. more. We we were engaged for a year. I wanted to make sure I sat in like being yes. engaged for a year, like these times that I could control. Um, I was like, let me just really enjoy this time. Um, yeah. So if you're single, like there's, there are, you know, certain things that like, you know what? I love, Be a makeup bandit. Go make out with, that's something I will not to do, do. So make out with so many people. Go kiss so, so many people. Yes. Like that's something. Yeah. Just love, love where you are in life. And, that's so true. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like once that's what I think about all the time, whenever I'm like, Oh, like I want a boyfriend or whatever, which I actually have not thought about that in a long time. Yeah, I feel like you're really in, you're in a really nice single yeah. era. Yes. Kind of do your thing. But the times that I have thought that I've been like, wait, but like, I shouldn't wish this time away. No, don't wish I time know away. That it's like, whenever I'm with somebody, like then it's, that's it. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, but it's just going to be an adjustment. It's and they always different. come when you're not looking anyway. Exactly. As soon as you stop paying attention to it, it comes to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yeah, no, single people, don't wish it away. No, go make out with people. Yeah. Um, okay, our camera, the camera died a little bit. So we're now, if you're watching this on video, now we're on the laptop camera, but that's okay. It still looks really good. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, let's, we're going to finish out with one final question, okay. Sarah. I would like to know, what is the weirdest thing about you? Oh, oh my gosh, Nicole, <laughs> what is the weirdest Oh, I have one, but I don't think it's that weird. It's just the most jarring. Um, a jar- you know what? Jarring. Weird can be defined in a lot little, of different ways. It also sounds a little pick me. That's okay. I'm trying to think of something weirder. Um. Oh, oh, this is pretty weird. I think this is better. I have this because this is creepy. People really get creeped out by this. I have a doll made in my image oh. that it, I was not my by my choice. I have a doll made in my image and it is uh, on display at my college um in a in a in a room full of dolls dating back to early 1900s um like the opening of the school um so these dolls some of them be looking rough at least mine's pretty like but yes there is a uh because every so columbia college has this award it's now called the savory award it used to be called like the little miss award or something like kind of kind of not like very like feminist or whatever but um because we we were an all-girls college Right now, no longer an all girl college. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure we're poor. Um, Private school, you know. Anyway, so uh, there's an award that is given to one senior and it is voted on by her class of who like represents the Columbia College values and who's going to represent that class for like the rest of time. And I I mean, I still it's one of like my greatest honors uh, is that I got this award and you get a doll made in your image and you're presented with this doll. You don't take her home. She stays on display. But probably for the best. Yeah, they have. uh, Yeah, they have like my gold necklace. Um, I used to wear this blue romper all the time. So they put me in this blue romper. My best friend was on the committee. So they really like did it like looking like me. 
Um, like, she's so cute, but it's that's so cool. creepy. That is creepy. Yeah, it is weird. But you know what? The story behind it. Yeah, makes it's it a nice cool. one. It's a weird fact, but it's it's a nice one. I love it. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Well, amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so proud of you. Thank this you. is such a great setup. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you. And all your things. You. We'll have to come do like another podcast episode. I, anytime. Anytime. If you're like, oh shit, I don't have a guest, like just call me. Okay. Like, oh my God, I'll write down here whenever. Oh, yeah. Okay. So where, where can people find you on Instagram? TikTok? Yes. Uh, anywhere. Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. I'm actually like kind of hopping on Pinterest. So you should like check it out. And YouTube, right? And YouTube. Yes. I'm vlogging. And so, uh, yeah, the YouTube is popping at Sarah. Sarah E. Boss on all of those. And then to follow Mutual Friends Podcast, you just uh, mutual.friends.podcast on uh, TikTok and on uh, Instagram. And then all of that is under my YouTube as well. Yes. And I will link all of that in the description. And yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.